have a new BBC feed because they have several saying the same thing. And we have CNN saying it had fallen before it fell. Ladies and gentlemen, we have them. Open fire. Their shields are down. You can certainly trace it back at least 10 years to 1996 when uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, who had just been elected Prime Minister of Israel, came to the United States. He met with an Israeli-American think tank with Richard Pearl and some of his colleagues. And then they put together a paper called A Clean Break, which outlined a radical new vision of democracy for the Middle East. And this this called for uh, war with Iraq, for uh, overturning Saddam, uh, regime change with Saddam. This is typical Washington where people are out speculating and uh, I, I do think it makes sense to um, to make it clear to the Iranians to be an extra as uh, they're isolating themselves, and we'll continue to press hard to do so. They're, they're isolating themselves, and we'll continue to press hard to do so. They're, they're isolating themselves, and we'll continue to press hard to do so. The former commander of U.S. forces in Afghanistan says the U.S. still has no intelligence on the whereabouts of al-Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden. The official Lieutenant General Carl Eikenberry told CNN, quote, the intelligence has gone cold on Osama bin Laden. His comments came as Defense Secretary Robert Gates was visiting the region. On Monday, Gates met with Pakistani President Gates vowed U.S. troops would remain in Afghanistan In 1999, actually, Richard Pearl started meeting with then-candidate George Bush. This has really not been reported much at all, but he came away with that meeting uh, saying that uh, Bush had agreed that if he were to be president, he would help overthrow Saddam. So, so that, that to me, is the first time I know that, that, that Bush got, uh, seemed to have signed off on that. Building collapse in New York. You might have heard a few moments ago, I was talking about the Salomon Brothers building collapsing, and indeed it has. Apparently, that's only a few hundred yards away from where the World Trade Center towers were, and it seems that this was not a result of a new attack. It was because the uh, building has been weakened uh, during uh, this morning's attacks. We'll probably find out more now about that from our correspondent Jane Stanley. Jane, what more can you tell us about the Salomon Brothers building and its collapse? Hillary Clinton has also said she would not rule out attacking Iran. She spoke earlier this month at a dinner organized by APEC, the American Israel Public Affairs Committee. The regime's pro-terrorist, anti-American, 
Israeli rhetoric only underscores the urgency of our response to the threat we face. U.S. policy must be clear and unequivocal. We cannot, we should not, we must not permit Iran to build or acquire nuclear weapons. And in dealing with this threat, as I have said for a very long time, no option can be taken off the table. is a threat not only because of the hateful rhetoric spewed by its president, not only because of its nuclear ambitions, but because it uses its influence and its revenues in the region to support terrorist elements that are attacking innocent Israelis. And now we believe attacking American soldiers. watch you already know details are very very sketchy there's almost a sense downtown in uh, New York behind me down by the World Trade Centers of uh, just an area completely closed off as the rescue workers try to do their job but this isn't the first building that um, has suffered as a result we know that part of the Marriott Hotel next to the World Trade Center also collapsed as a result of this huge amount of falling debris from 110 floors of to the two twin towers of the World Trade Center. As you can see behind me, the uh, Trade Center appears to be still burning. We see these huge clouds of smoke and ash, and we know that behind that, there's an empty piece of what was a very familiar New York skyline, a symbol of the financial prosperity of this city, but uh, completely disappeared now, and New York is still unable to take on board what has happened to them today. Presumably there were very few people in the Solomon building when it collapsed. That, I mean, yeah, there, there we're, were, behind, uh, we're behind this. What are you going to do about it? Um, his, he says nothing. I'm, I'm not so sure. What do you think? At this, point, at this point, I think that a lot of people in America are waking up to the fact that the government is not our friend and that the fact that the government doesn't represent the white man and the government is owned by the Jews... And I mean, I, uh, Barack Obama was in Columbus a couple of days ago. That's right. And, he was. Yeah, and uh, and I actually saw at the rally. I wasn't there, but I saw some coverage of it. I couldn't stomach going to the rally of Obama Nation. But uh, I saw someone was holding up a sign, a big hand printed sign that said "Investigate 9/11." Really? <laughs> I did see that. So I mean, there's a lot of people out there asking questions. And, it, it, I mean, it's the impetus of why we got in the war. It's the reason why we got into a war. And I think it, it's even more than that. It's not only why we got into the war. I mean, 9-11, anymore, 9-11 informs our entire, you know, it's like World War II informed our entire uh, Cold War. It, it basically explained the world. Uh, to us, and it's sort of like 9/11 is doing the same thing for the 21st century. Um. Absolutely, if a government can be so corrupt and so devoid of the interest of their people to pull off something like that, 
then I right, mean, but this stuff's been going on for a long time. That's why I'm so encouraged that that at the very least th- this rabbit's out of the hat, and they're going to have to come up with something new. And I think that people are so sus- or, or or that enough people are so suspicious at this point that their options are rather limited. So how do you think they're going to get us into Iran? I don't think they are. You haven't been listening to Free Talk Live, have you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have been, but I do think that... Uh, well, I don't think that there won't be any American ground troops, but I think the yeah. Israelis, the Jews, are definitely going to bomb Iran. See, I'm a controversial figure on VNN for one, uh, for this one reason, and that's the fact that uh, I don't believe in the Holocaust. Oh, wait, no, that's not it. It's the fact that... <laughs> No, I'm actually alone on this one thing, and that's the fact that Iran is more, uh, or, or that the, the situation is way more complex than meets the eye. And I'm sure no one would be surprised about that, and uh, that the media is lying about it also. And I'm sure no one would be surprised about all that, but it doesn't seem that many people actually put those things together and try to understand harder, or try a little harder to understand what's going on. What's actually going on is that the United States is using Iran uh, to. And that's sort of coming up above board now. It's coming in different forms, but it's bubbling up through the mainstream press that we're bringing them into Basra, and uh, basically we're, there's going to be a greater Iran. And I don't know what it's going to be called. Maybe it's going to be called Shiistan. I don't know. But they're basically going to administer Shia Iraq uh, for the United States. And between them and the Kurds, who we've been buddy-buddy with since the 40s or so, uh, they're going to be... Basically, Iran's doing our bidding over there. They're not attacking us. The only people attacking us are Iraqi patriots who know what we're doing over there, and that's we're partitioning up their country. We're following the uh, securing the realm, a clean-break strategy of retribalization of the Middle East uh, or Southwest Asia, where they are rather obliged... They'll take our cue very well. Arabs don't get along. It's it's deeply rooted into their culture. Nationalism is a is an aberration, a political aberration in that part of the world where it's still very tribal and sparsely populated. Um, they right, they love fighting one another and and. The Israeli plan is it's ingenious actually it, and it's not even really that ingenious if you only know Arabs a little bit you know that they love fighting one another and if we can just break up some of these nation states they will collapse onto one another and or and, and we will be able to orient them away from Israel which is exactly what's going on right and Iran is obliging us Iran's helping us do that I don't I don't know their motivations aren't breaking up the Middle East their motivations are are uh, containing uh, noisy Sunni neighbors, uh, sticking it to the Saudis, whom they have no love loss with, um, and, and you know more local type politics. But they're not. We're not going to be bombing Iran anytime soon. Not with this type of. And uh, uh, in, in this situation, for the foreseeable future, there will be no bombing. There will be no action against the Iranians. They're uh, they're 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 doing good work for us. Mm. Well, that's a different perspective. I actually think that they're probably going to light them up. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Israelis will bomb them. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, uh, I don't put anything past the Jews, and and, and it's just it, I don't think they want a nuclear uh, capability there, even if it's 
in its, in its impetus stage. And uh, I don't think we'll do it because I think the country has just gone so far anti-war now that that, that may uh, cause an impeachment. Um, well, uh, there's no into Iran. yeah. Well, I mean, which is exact, which kind of props up my point though a bit that you know all these generals are saying no, we're not going to do it. all this saber rattling is to keep attention off of uh, what we're actually doing over there. And when we when we pull up our major stakes over there, the the major and believe me, I mean the 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 entire operation will still be there long after we've passed on. Uh, I have no doubt about that. That that, or at least that's in their plans. That this entire operation. I mean, they're setting up. I mean, the green zone in Iraq is larger than Vatican City, which is a sovereign country. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's they're they're setting up, and there's a couple of places like that that they're, they're setting up, mostly in Kurdish Iraq, which leads me to further support this uh, theory that I've put forth. Um, but I have a 10-point um, thing here that I've got, uh, that the U.S. position in Iraq is favoring Iran more by the day. Uh, there, there's been a linkage of near-term destinies of the Kurds and the Iranians, which, which sort of tips the hand of the Americans uh, politically. Uh, Turkey knows, uh, and if you know that area, you know Turkey, the, the Turks and the Kurds have been at each other's throats for a long, long time. The Kurds are the largest ethnic group in Southwest Asia that does not have a country. Right. Yeah, every other, the, the, the Tajiks, the, the, I mean, all of the different tribes over there, the Turkmen, the Iranian, they all have their own countries, but the, uh, the, the Kurds stretch from uh, central Turkey all the way into uh, northern or the northern reaches of Iran, uh, through Iraq, uh, on into Afghanistan. There are Kurds, a large swath of Kurds, and they are, boy, let me tell you what, they are violent too. <laughs> right, Saddam, Saddam was barely able to keep them, after the first Gulf War, he was barely able to keep them, um, they had a huge revolution. Right. He was barely able to put it down. Well, he wasn't able to administer that. Northern Iraq hasn't been under administration from Baghdad pretty much ever. Uh, it's it's always kind of been lumped into there, but it's it's not like they could go in there and start cracking skulls and, and really <laughs> crack down on the Kurds. I mean, the best thing he was able to do was bomb them with uh, chemical warheads supplied by the United States. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I yeah. remember that. I remember when he bombed when he gassed the Kurds. I remember that. Right, and that's a that's a move that that's a a move that uh, from a frustrated leader that really can't do anything else ab- about them. I mean, he couldn't even crack down on the Kurds as part of the uh, post Gulf War One crackdowns, where he uh, sent helicopter gunships into Shiite areas and mowed them down by the hundreds uh, at at uh, George. H.W. Bush's uh, uh, with, with his okay, right? Because we were controlling the skies. Then we we let that happen uh, because we 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 wanted to keep Saddam in power. He right. must have confused the hell out of him. I don't know that guy. He was probably <laughs> confused right up until his death. I mean, yeah, he, so he, yeah. He probably was wondering what the hell was going on. What the hell? I mean, what the hell? These people want from me, right? Exactly, same, way with, same way with Noriega, who's sitting exact riding in a prison right now. Same way with he was, our, he was our best buddy for years. 
but now he's, he's riding into prison because of political winds change. And, that's right. And, and that's the way the quad does. Well, it's not even that the winds change. It's just that that we're of... The choir allows itself to go of many different minds simultaneously. It's very Jewy. They'll uh, support these guys, support these horrible dictators, and uh, you know, as long as they're they're working for us, and 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 even further. I mean, Saddam. He. I mean, you can read some of his public. Uh, the, some of his public uh, announcements talking about what in the world is going on with this build-up in Saudi Arabia. I'm not going to invade Saudi Arabia. That was the big thing. That's why we went over to Saudi Arabia in 1991. Because, or that's why we began building up for Desert Shield. It was Desert Shield before it was Desert Storm because we told the Saudis that uh, they were going to invade Saudi Arabia, that the Iraqis were planning on invading Saudi Arabia. Which uh, they they weren't. It now turns out that they weren't going to do so. But I mean that 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 goes way far back. But Turkey, uh, the, getting back to the Turks and the Kurds, Turkey knows that uh, because there were, there were lingering doubts before about which side we were going to come down on. Because we'd always been friends with Turkey. They're a member of NATO, and surely we couldn't be selling them out. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh, there was a petroleum law, Iraq's petroleum law, that was enacted uh, last week that favors uh, Kurdish annexation of Kirkuk and, and northern Iraq. And the Kurds have all but declared a state, and that's a uh, that that's the Turkish nightmare. That's exactly what they don't want to happen because that that can cause civil war in their country very in a very direct, very direct manner and also billions of dollars worth of trade go over that northern Iraq southern Turkish border uh, that's where they get a lot of, uh, of their their uh, trade and all of their petroleum goes over that border and uh, it's a nightmare scenario for the Turks we've absolutely double crossed them uh, but the US has demonstrated that it's prepared to deceive Turkey about its pro-Kurdish stance as when the US defends its stance on Iraq's oil law in other words, U.S. assurances that it'll constrain uh, Turkish or uh, rather Kurdish militias in the city of Kirkuk are worthless and humiliating for Turkey, while emboldening the Kurdish militias. Uh, Turkey is deceiving itself if it believes the Iraqis want to discuss the Kirkuk issue in good faith. Postponing the Kirkuk referendum is not an option for Baghdad, which is in the hands of Iran and the Kurds. Fourth, assured of Iranian and U.S. support, the Kurds have no incentive to compromise on Kirkuk. As time goes by and the U.S. support is formalized in agreements, the more eager the Kurds will be eager, the more eager the Kurds will be eager to escalate against Turkey in hopes of drawing Iran or the U.S. hopefully both in on their side. Moreover, as the Iranian-U.S. partnership deepens in Iraq, they will coordinate their actions against Turkey, especially in Kurdistan. Fifth, time is not on the side of Turkey in building military capabilities in Kirkuk. The longer Turkey waits, the more Barzani can change the facts on the ground by allowing more Kurds to resettle in Kirkuk. Barzani's the uh, the basically an interim Kurdish president, uh, and uh, the pro-Turkish population is being run out of Kirkuk. So, and, and the United this is all happening all under the watchful eye of the United States military. Uh, we're, we control the skies, we control the ground, 
more or less in the Turkish areas, but over most or in the Kurdish areas rather, and most of Iraq. But it, the nightmare scenario for Turkey is that uh, that we have sold them out for finally sold them out for the Kurds. We've always played a delicate balancing act between the two, and it appears as that we've done so. We've traded the Turks, who are still in NATO. We've traded them for the Iranians. Iranian Iran, we're not going to bomb Iran. They're our big new ally in, in Southwest Asia, in Central and Southwest Asia. And only time will will uh, really bear this out. But with each passing day, and especially if you look at this uh, oil referendum, uh, <laughs> thanks Jimbo. Uh, if you're if you read this new oil law that they finally signed in last week, or yeah, last week. Um, I, I think more people will begin to see what's actually happening. The the, wow. the international press is seeing what's actually happening, but the 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 sword the sword rattling is just that. It's 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 Jewish media doing what it does best, and that's lie. That's exactly what's uh, happening. That's for sure. And all the uh, all the soldiers that are over there in Iraq and uh, in Afghanistan don't get hurt, don't get wounded, because if you do, you'll have to go to Walter Reed. And, uh, Walter yeah, that's Medical a scandal, Hospital. huh? Yeah. And yeah, they just fired. Who was it? The Secretary of the Army? Yeah, Today some guy who fired? had who didn't really have any type of uh, respo- not responsibility, but uh, yeah, scapegoat, no doubt. So, yeah. So, so this is how the Quad treats their uh, wounded troops, people. Yeah, they so eat any, their own. Any, any white kids out there thinking about joining the Marines like I did or joining the Army, uh, think twice because when you go over there and get yourself ripped apart. For the Jews, you're going to come back here and, and be pissing in a uh, a Burger King cup because yeah. they don't have enough bedpans. That's right. That's what that's the uh, the uh, and that's that's falling apart. <laughs> and, and, and these are and these are isn't it funny? At least to me and to the other white people in the VNNers, the people at uh, VNNforum.com and GoVNN.com. Isn't it funny that every time you see the, the, the casualties from Iraq, the people that are killed, it's predominantly these young white kids. I mean, where, where the hell are all the niggers in Mexico? They're, they're in back support. in the rear. Yeah, yeah they're, they're back the in the support role. That's exactly right. You were uh, you know, so the you hard char- the, the hard charging, honor driven guys. You know, that's the white kids. Combat that are out there and getting. You know, it, it, it. I mean, I know there are websites that have like like images of everybody that's killed. I like somebody to do. I think maybe that's even been done on being and it was per, a preponderance of whites. Oh yeah, I mean, very it's, much. It's more it's than the population. It's more. It's more than seventy percent. It's more than the army population. It's it's uh, whites are overrepresented in in the combat casualties for the if, exact if, if reason that you said. And that's right, that if that, the if that situation was reversed. And, and they were uh, predominantly black or right. predominantly Hispanic or, God forbid, Jewish. I doubt there's been one Jew soldier killed over there. Yeah. You know, I was in the Marine Corps for four years, and I never met another Jew in the Marines. Or another Jew. I never met a Jew in the Marines. Isn't, and, the, uh, isn't the Jew there at uh, boot camp with his... Uh, what's what's that... What's that... Um, okay, I'm losing it. What's that comic uh, drawing? I don't think Jane White did it, but it kind of looks like her... Work a little bit. I hope I'm not insulting her, but uh, with with the with the Jew with the the Israeli flag and the bullhorn screaming at the white guy in uniform to go. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that. I think a white man did this. Oh, okay. And, uh, 
Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Go, go to war for Israel, which is exactly what they want you to do. That is, yeah. And let me tell you, my granddad was in World War II fighting his cousins in Germany. He was he was blown apart and uh, pretty much lost most of the lower half of his body. And he came home, and I was too... Um, and when he passed away, I, I wasn't quite a man yet, and I, I, I was still a kid, and so we didn't we didn't talk about real stuff. But I do know that he uh, was very frustrated and spent all of his the rest of his life once he came home lobbying uh, the VA and fighting the VA and fighting for the VA. Uh, sometimes for, sometimes against, but he was always in conflict around the VA over this very issue that we've seen in this story that broke uh, about uh, about Walter Reed or about some Walter of the facilities Reed, yeah. of Walter Reed that uh, just filling in for folks who are even ar- either listening to this on the archive or had not heard the story. It's a pretty damn sad state of affairs uh, that the richest country in the world, uh, one stealth bomber is $2 billion. We can spend that but uh, we we can't give them uh, proper a shower that doesn't leak. Yeah, yeah. or 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 a, a two-story facility where you can't see the bathtub and the floor. What was that? It was like you could see there were like bugs, dead bugs everywhere. You could see yeah, the, dead roaches and yeah, you could see it, it through the ceiling to the next floor. I mean, it looked hor- it looked horrible. It looked like the inside of a public school. I mean, yeah. it was terrible. It was falling apart, and uh, and. And it's it, and that's that's sad. That's the way we treat our people that go fight for us. Yeah, and it's not just this unpopular war. It's it's it all wasn't wars. just Vietnam. It was the the greatest generation, and it was the only just war ever, ever, ever because it was saving the Jews. World War Two, and you just heard from me that my granddad had to fight with and against the VA. His uh, he was wounded at 19, and he lost his uh, ability to walk. He lost his leg, and uh, he he fought for and with the VA on behalf of of other veterans his entire life. And he was forever frustrated with them. And it was over crap like this. And these are World War II, Korea War vets. It wasn't these. Well, I mean, Korea wasn't popular, right. but you know, the greatest generation and the greatest war of all time. They came home to the same type of crap. And, you know, if you've ever seen Born on the Fourth of July, I mean, that's a lot what it's like. That right. When when uh, he goes into the, uh, the the facility stateside, then it's just it's not well equipped. It's not it's not anywhere near civilian type stuff, which is also crumbling rapidly. It, it, it's well, it, it, if you're screwed up, your your usefulness to the Jews is over. Yeah, I mean, and that, and that's basically you just discard it. Uh, because they don't see things the way we do. They don't look at things the way we do. Uh, you know, we look at someone who's went out and fought for us as white men. We would honor that person, and and we would make sure that person had everything they need, the best of the best of everything, because they've given close to the ultimate sacrifice. And, and we could just spend half of one payment. One yearly payment to Israel, we could suspend about half of that, and, and off the interest of that, overhaul our VA system. Absolutely, and turn it into a world class. But we won't do that because that's taking money away from the Jews. And, and a buddy of mine was asking me. He's not a white nationalist. He's a good guy. He's a good, you know, patriotic type of guy. And I keep telling him about the Jews and the Jewish problem. And uh, his question to me was. You know, I, I don't understand why, why is it that everybody in the Middle East hates the Jews? Because they know why, them. 
<laughs> and and why, you know why are, do they hate us? And I said because we support the Jews. I said if we spent that much sent that much aid to any other country in the Middle East, they would be our you know they would be our greatest ally. They would be our greatest ally without that. That's the thing. They're very simple and very very conservative people. They uh, their worldview is that if it's older, it's better. It's very Roman in that way. And uh, you know I, I I don't want them here. But as far as there, I respect uh, Middle Easterners. I respect Muslims. I think Islam is good for those people over there. I think Islam is good for blacks. Or it definitely seems to be. It keeps them off drugs and, and, and it keeps them at work and off drugs I mean I, I, I don't have any axe to grind with them I don't want them here and they shouldn't be here and they all need to be deported post haste but as far as being over there I respect uh, yeah, if they want to, if they want I respect the hell out of them that they know about Jews and that they fight Jews uh, much much more than uh, the white men are uh, presently yeah, if they want to live in a desert what do we care I mean I don't care if they want to live over there like I said as long as they're not in our ancestral lands I don't care and that's something that the white people that are listening to this also need to know. We white nationalists, we're not talking about, you know, murdering everybody that's non-white, you know, in the world. Not at all. All we want is our own country. Yeah. And, and about and your we, allies thing, we trade 18 allies that who wish us only goodwill. We, we trade 18 allies with oil for one that does nothing but spy on us and pull off false flag bullshit terrorism like... The USS Liberty or Operation Susanna or 9-11. Right. Preach, brother. <laughs> Operation Susanna being, of course, I think everybody knows what Liberty is, but Operation Susanna would have been uh, the Jews in Egypt bombing American libraries, American interests, uh, embassies and whatnot in Cairo and, and maybe perhaps other cities in Egypt, but trying to make it look like Muslims were doing it. And even then, trying to get us and, 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 and their ancient enemies fighting. But yeah, that's what I say. Why do Arabs hate Jews? Because they know them. They, they, they know them. They're, they're, they're fellow They're in close Semites. proximity to that's them. That's right. Yeah. They historically know them. They've known them for long enough to build it into their uh, religious liturgy. It, it, in the Quran, it says, look out for Jews. You know, it, it it warns them about Jews in the Quran. God forbid. I mean, you know, the the Bible isn't very explicit about it, but you know, f- for instance, uh, the creativity movement is a, uh, a semi, is, you know, religious type movement that's come about since uh, European man's. You know, it's kind of like Islam in that they it, it's it's got Jew wisdom built into it, which right. we Westerners aren't fortunate enough to have. You know, if we're going to have a religion, we we don't have any type of explicitly Jewize type religion, and that's why I respect Islam, and that's why I respect uh, all you creators out there. I know you're listening because you're messaging me, but uh, yeah, I respect the hell out of you guys uh, because you know any type of new religion or any type of new philosophy that's needed that's going to be in the West, it's going to have to be explicitly anti-Semitic, it's going to be ha- explicitly Jewize, or else it's it, not well, yeah, it, it will have to be because if not, we're done. Because, you know, they're so embedded, and they control our media. And the white people that are listening to this, you know that it's true. The Jews control the media. They'll tell you themselves they control the media. And that's such a powerful weapon against us. It's, it's such a propaganda. The world has never had such a propaganda weapon. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. 
poison is being pumped into the minds of white people. Yeah, let me tell you, 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 you might be interested in, uh, after I'm done with this uh, people in, peopling of the Americas, after next week I'll be done with it. Uh, I'll be doing Aryan Invasion next week. The week after that, I'm going to do phys- the physiological uh, or the neuropsychological effects of television and media, and I'm going to show you guys, I'm going to put together a PDF, and uh, I'm going to go over it on air about basically how your brain pretty much goes to sleep. It's like daydreaming, except there's some Jew in charge of exactly. what it is. You're, yeah, and there's stuff. I mean, when you see a woman showing a man how to change a tire, it it goes right past all of your. I mean, even though you can say <laughs> that's ridiculous, but you know, later on when you're making decisions about the world, that is part of your. Um, Absolutely right. It's 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 part of the algorithm that, or your your sum of ex, your your experience that informs you about the world, and you're getting a false perception of it. And you know, like this Channing Christ, Christian uh, uh, murder. You know, perhaps they they would have a better idea of what those blacks were capable of and would have stayed away from them if they hadn't been watching television and in the movies and seen how oh no they're great they'll teach you about your palm pilot or they'll <laughs> you know just yeah yeah exactly well, he's got a clipboard he must be a scientist <laughs> I, 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 had, I had a buddy who was, who was talking. Uh, he said, well, they, they sent the first nigger up on the space shuttle. You know, he said, man, that's, that's really impressive for them. They've got a black astronaut. I said, they sent dogs up on the space shuttle, too, dude. They didn't let the dog fly the damn thing. If you want to, He's just ballast. He's just politically correct ballast. Yeah. If you want to impress me, have the niggers build the rocket, have the niggers fly the rocket, have, have the niggers on ground control... Landed, then I'll be impressed. Did you hear, what was it, Goyfire 47 when they were talking about the, oh gosh, it was like a Nigerian helicopter, and uh, it was like like four feet total in length. It was made out of corrugated tin. Can you just imagine what a nigger rocket would look like? You know, it would just say, instead of saying acne on the side, it would just say, like, my dick or bling bling or something. (laughs) Bling bling, motherfucker. (laughs) <laughs> that would be one pepped out looking rocket, dude. I mean, it would have it have spinners on the fins, and I don't know what they would power it with. I'm thinking like malt liquor. Wasn't the or first or, or chicken rinds or, or pork rinds or something? Yeah, chicken grease. Wasn't the first black in or wasn't the first American black, which I think would be the first black in space? Wasn't that Ronald McNair who blew up in the Challenger? I think you. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's powerful. How old are you? <laughs> All of a sudden, boom. Yeah, like I said, I mean, let them fly it. And the uh, the Air Force, uh, I believe it was the Navy, I've seen on uh, where they had this nigger fighter pilot. This was years ago. And uh, they would they would bring them around and show them to all the high school kids, all the white high school kids in the Midwest. They had this, you know, nigger ace, and he would come out in his fighter pilot uniform and everything and, t- and talk about the Air Force or the Na- it was the Navy I believe yeah. and uh, he ended up uh, crashing his plane landing on a carrier uh, the first time he tried a carrier landing and died oh my so, god <laughs> so it's it, it, so it's a little bit of justice there and, and I'm thinking as he was quite coming into the carrier probably in his mind his little like 65 IQ mind he was thinking I was way out of my league up here and just boom 
And that carrier you know, deck be racist. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be it'd be looking at me all crook eyed and bad. But yeah, as you said, the media control it's so dangerous because it tells people lies. The media control the media will tell you that niggers are just like humans. They're just like us. And as you said, Shannon Christian, I mean, uh, and, and the people that, that, that haven't heard about this, you need to go to VNInform.com and read this thread uh, uh, about this horrible, horrible double murder. I believe it was in, uh, was it Tennessee, Knoxville, I believe? Yeah, I believe it was ten- Tennessee. Double hey. murder, double <laughs> rape. Uh, they cut off his penis. They poured Drano down her throat. They burned them. It, it, it's, it's 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 torture. Yeah, and go days. read about and and you know only at places like GoVNN.com can you read about these hush crimes like the Duke rape case. Yeah, and I'm not talking about the Duke rape case that everyone's heard about. I'm talking about the one that actually happened. Absolutely. And my wife was just saying, yeah, the Duke rape case, the one that actually happened. You know, people don't know about that. You say no one, no one knows about it. I mean, I, as I said, I live here in Ohio, and if it hadn't been for beinginformed.com, I would have no idea who Shannon Christian was. Yeah, or the no internet. idea. Yeah, the the internet man and people like uh, Alex Linder and people uh, like Aegis and uh, and Chain and. Um, Stan, who pretty much puts it all together technically, and 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 us that are doing the, these broadcasts, and, and the people, and the good people at uh, VNInform.com who post the news. I mean, we would never know this stuff before. It was all the Jew filter. I mean, it, 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 we we had no, we, we didn't have a chance in hell. Which you know, kind we had, of, exactly. I mean, I, I've actually been in the white nationalist movement for for quite a few years. I, I was going to ask you that, yeah. And, uh, and before, um, in, in the late 80s and the early 90s, there was no Internet. We had no access to, uh, uh, to the media, to, to the mainstream. Our, our, the only thing we could do was go you know, have rallies or, or put out papers or flyers, which are great. And we should do that. But but this is a way of instant communication, as you said, without a filter. We can gather information from all across the world and put our spin on it and let people see. Let you know, The white people that are listening to this, you know, go to VNInform.com. Go to GoVNN.com. Go to Detroit'sCrap.Blogspot.com and read uh, about what's happening to your nation. I mean, you can't hide from it anymore, people. We can't. It's 2007. They're here. We can't hide anymore. There's nowhere left to go. If you want your children to grow up as second or third class citizens in a nation that your forefathers created, and remember for, that. Unmasked, remember died that. for. Entire exactly. generations wiped out pretty much uh, in the years if George Washington was, if Thomas Jefferson was alive today, they would be doing radio shows for VNN. Yeah, they would. Because They'd be rabble rousing. They were true revolutionaries. That's right. And we trace our lineage as we uh, as we express time and again. Uh, last expressed by Jeff Beck on Monday night. Our our uh, intellectual or our um, politic political lineage runs through the founders directly to us. We claim that mantle. Uh, Absolutely, we are we are the inheritors of that. We are the true Americans. Yeah, yeah, we're we're the we're a, uh, a, a, a almost a people in exile or or a government in exile. 
and more people are listening to us. More people are listening to us. Yeah. Um, All right, and uh, and more people are going to be listening to you. And as soon as we figure out which night you're going to be doing, you said something like Sunday, I think. Sunday would actually be great for me. Uh, but if we if we've got the spot open, I'm going to be there. And uh, anyone that's going to be uh, listening to uh, me on Fida uh, Clavo or Free Talk Live, whichever we decide to call it, um, you're going to get. Uh, an unvarnished, unvarnished truth. Um, because I honestly believe that what we need in America today is the white people need to get their balls back. We I think they, they've got the balls. They just don't have the the political unifying concepts because they're the media are are sense organs, and if your eyes are telling you that the uh, the tiger about to pounce on you is a little fuzzy kitty cat. Then you have no reason to beat it over the head with a bat, or to, to, or to, you know, if you have a rifle to level the thing and pull the tr- trigger, you know, it's an inappropriate response. If oh, your that's sense a great organs, point. yeah, if your sense organs are lying to you, and that's how deep the media goes. And if you agree with this, if you if you already know uh, this stuff, and you still have cable, then then uh, you'll definitely want to tune in week after next, or hell, I might even try to go ahead and put it together and squeeze it in next week because it's. Very important stuff. I'm going to go ahead and take a break real quick. Uh, as on the way out, I'm going to bump with an Ann Coulter uh, clip from the Conservative Political Action Conference, where uh, she she has an interesting word for uh, she, she has a very goyfire esque uh, word for John Edwards. This is Dietrich. I've got Hibernian with me. This is the Friday, March 2nd edition of Free Talk Live. We'll be back in just a moment. Oh, and um, I was going to have a a few comments on the other Democratic presidential candidate, John Edwards, um, but it turns out that you have to go into rehab if you use the word faggot. So, I'm... can't really talk about Edward, so I think I'll just conclude here and take your questions. Thank you. Yeah, um, Cool Case Jefferson again. Um, yeah, I'm a, I, I, I guess I qualify for, for being like a, a goer. Because, you know, I, I ain't no one of them cut. So that's why I listen to Gorefire with Alex Linda and friends on GoVNN.com. Um, thank you. This is Dietrich, and we're back with a Friday night edition of Free Talk Live. We're with Hibernian. He is a future host of a either Free Talk Live or, man, you can you can name it whatever you want. I just haven't had time to get around to thinking about and uh, Photoshopping a new logo for myself, but I'm going to be calling... Uh, I'm going to be calling uh, this show something else eventually once I get my concept down. Uh, I, it's really unfortunate that I have Friday night. I'd rather have Wednesday. It's the busiest night of the week for the internet. Uh, Wednesday and Sunday night are best, but I I'm uh, indisposed both of those evenings. This is the only. Uh, when I have Wednesday open. is the biggest night on the internet. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's Wednesday, Sunday, and then Thursday, and then Monday. Yep. 
Or wait, Monday oh. then Thursday. It's, it's something like that. But yeah, Wednesday is the biggest night on the internet. It's the same thing with network television. You'll notice the big shows or the weekly shows, the, the big ones are always on Wednesday night. And that's why. Oh, okay. Now you learn something every day, huh? I do. It's marketing. You have to get into the stuff <laughs> if you're going to be doing radio. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but my, I mean, Friday night would be really great for uh, White Man for White Land, who's going to be joining us in just a moment. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, Friday night TNB would, would just be perfect. It, it would be hand and glove type stuff, but no, I guess. Yeah, but like you said it's unfair because he lives in Detroit. And he's just it, it, he has he has a cornucopia of T and B. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, e- it's easy for him. His cup runneth over it with does. content There's with niggers. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, with typical nigger behavior, with, with nigger normal, as Linder calls it. It's like little Africa. It's our own little piece of Africa right here in the United States, and he has full access and uh, can can just pretty much lick his finger and stick it in the wind and just come up with some. Just outrageous stuff. You might be able to find a Detroit nigger that can cure something, like the Gambian president who cured AIDS. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what those poor. Uh, <laughs> did you notice he still, he still had the glove on? He wasn't very confident of himself, was he? <laughs> I'm thinking the mortality rate is pretty high uh, from that treatment. Uh, I think the prognosis is, is. is is pretty bleak from when the Gambian 68 IQ president comes and re- rubs green shit on you to clear your human immunodeficiency virus. Right. Now, do you remember the funny there? Do you remember exactly what the funniest part was in that story? Uh, I thought it was all pretty fucking hilarious, to be honest. Okay, I'll accept that answer. But the answer we were looking for is where he gives them a banana. <laughs> 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 the, the take, these, take these two bananas and call my ass in the morning, man. <laughs> Lay him down, smack him, yak him. <laughs> yeah, he actually began the treatment by giving, or part of the treatment, yeah, is giving them two bananas. I guess, I guess you get a little potassium there. It helps the green shit, I guess, uh... It's sort of like how aspirin helps, uh, the caffeine and aspirin helps. I'm, yeah, yeah. Hi, Bernie. I'm sure he was thinking of the potassium that that was going <laughs> to Yeah, I'm sure he you was. Just he just looked around yourself. on the ground and found a couple of bananas and was like, well, this will work good. Right. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah, white man. I'm going to have him, I think, I think he can join us. Let's see. Uh-oh. Are you still there? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to uh, Skype is going to crash here, so you you might you you're probably going to have to call me back. Uh, uh, I, I can just sign off for now and listen, or whatever's best for you guys. Okay. How about um? Yeah. Either way. E- either way. But uh, yeah, I've got this uh, big Skype uh, error. That's when okay. I click okay. I'm pretty sure it's going to die. Okay. I'll, I'll sign off for now. Then um, everybody, make sure you go to vnnforum.com. Go to GoVNN.com. Read and learn about what's happening to your country. Uh, great job, Dietrich. Uh, great job, Alex. All the people with VNNB Broadcasting. And uh, and I'll, I'll be on the air regularly soon and looking forward to hearing from everybody. When when exactly do you think you're going to be... Uh... I would say within the next couple of weeks I should be set on this end. And, uh, and I, I intend to start broadcasting forthwith after that alright alright well you have a good night my friend and thank you, you for, thank you for the kind words yeah, yeah you, you guys are doing a great job and 
for everybody that's out there listening to this, the white people, you know that the things that we're telling you are true. You know, all you have to do is look around. It doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure out what's wrong with America. You know what's wrong. And uh, you're going to come to us because you've got no choice because the niggers aren't going to help you. The spicks aren't going to help you. And the Jews certainly aren't going to help you. Indeed. So, so get involved. And uh, with that, I'll uh, sign off and uh, take care, everyone. All right. Have a good night. Well, I wasn't even correct about Skype crashing. Damn. But uh, let's see. Yeah, you can call back any time. He's a good guest, and this show's going to be really, really good. But, yeah, his message is completely valid. Um, th- nature is always in effect. Uh, life is a... Is a is conflict between species, uh, subspecies of animals, and that carries over in, into the political context, which means that uh, political life is a racial struggle. White man, are you there? Uh, I hope so. Can you hear me? Yeah, definitely. You're all right. coming in real strong. Okay, hold on a sec. Does that help at all? Yeah, that's really great. Thanks for uh, handling right. things last week. I thought you did really well. Yeah, not a problem. I'm yeah. glad to step in and uh, pinch hit for you. Um, yeah. Wasn't a big deal. I wasn't doing anything, so I uh, figured why not. Um, am I calling it hot again? Yes. Uh, that's very weird. It just switched back over. My, yeah, I'm, I'm like, turning it down. I, 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 sorry about this. I, I'm getting a... I had to get a, it's a, not micro- real, a USB real. microphone. Um because I'm going to be doing the broadcast uh, next Wednesday. It's not actually yeah. that bad. I might be able to handle handle things from here. So uh, it just it just like the volume just flicked back up on me for some reason on my mic. Yeah, there it goes again. What yeah. in the hell is going on with that? I don't know if it's Skype doing that or what. But uh, oh, you know what? It is Skype. Incorrect. It's when you go into the settings, it's like you check that part where it says let Skype adjust my sound device uh-huh. settings. But how about this? Let me. I'll just bring the whole feed down and then I'll sit up straight and actually speak as loud as I'm supposed okay. to be speaking. I just fixed I just fixed the Skype thing, so all right. it should we should be alright. 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 Okay. Be... okay. Good. So yeah, so yeah, thanks thanks again, man. I I thought you did really well. I've had people messaging me saying that that uh that you did really well in case I didn't hear it, which I did. Uh, eventually, um, yeah, man, great job! It's like first time out and everything. You just, just went right in and did it. Good music, good everything. Good on you. Well, the, the music was uh, Jeff's thing, so uh, don't thank me too much for it. Cause I was I wasn't doing any of the producing. I was just doing the uh, just I was just talking, and Jeff was kind of like listening in the background. Apparently, um, I'd call out for him if I needed something. But uh, yeah, no, it was a, it was a good night, and it was pretty fun. Yeah, he did and, that uh, for me the first time, like in December yeah. or something. We did a <laughs> we did a thing where he basically engineered the show, which is good. Which is a good uh, beginning. Way well, I plan on offering that to you guys who are starting just, out. But just this like kind so, of like my mentor. Yeah, yeah like God. a little, like just to end a little bit of the the tapeman end or the technical end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He helps me out with the things there, so I can do the things there. Yeah, but no, my cousin uh, Moshi. Yeah, he's uh, he's helped me out with some other stuff for uh, getting the broadcast online. I think I'm pretty much all set. Like I said, I just have to test it out and uh, make sure we're all uh, my levels are all set, and we'll have a show for uh, next Wednesday. I'm not sure what the date is. I haven't even looked it up. Silly me. Um, but any, I'm sure uh, you have a calendar on your computer. Yeah, next Wednesday is the seventh. <laughs> right, no, I'm seven. on an abacus right now, but yeah, oh, it's the seventh. Oh yeah, the seventh uh, for every for everybody who's uh, going to be sitting around the computer since it is the biggest night on the internet. That's right. 
you know, listen in. We'll have some, uh, I've already got some topics lined up. I don't think you stole any of my topics tonight, which is pretty good. i got to confess, I haven't been listening the entire time. I've been listening on and off. So hopefully you didn't steal any of them. Hopefully but, uh, not. But I'm sure you uh, can come up with some new stuff, my yeah, God. Exactly. You know, it's not a problem. Also, one, one quick public service num- announcement. I made a big boo-boo on my blog for anybody that's um, missing their, you know, daily dose of TNB. Um, I tried to use this... Um, I tried to uh, get this thing going uh, on my Mozilla like add-ons or something. It was like a password maker or something. Okay. And uh, yeah, it I somehow changed the password and I don't know what it is. Don't. So apparently, yeah, I have to wait five days to get the uh, question, um, the uh, like whatever it's called, password question, security question that the blogger gives you. For some reason, they make you wait five days to do it. I, I don't know why, but um, yeah, so. Hopefully in five days I'll, it'll be back up and running. If not, I'll sign up with another account and you'll have uh, you'll just have to go to another uh, URL. Yeah, on the blog. But, uh, yeah, you can just have like a redirect to it eventually. But I would uh, I would recommend to anyone out there, including yourself, I would recommend WordPress. Uh, VNN uses WordPress for their blog. And uh, I I did a little bit of research when I was gonna when I figured I was gonna start posting some links on my own little deal. And uh, WordPress works. Not only does it work really well, and it's got a lot more options than Blogspot, but they also have uh, more little tools that uh, that I've talked about before, where y- you can be like at a web page that you know if you want to blog it, you simply right click on the pl- page and say blog right. this, and you can. Yeah, it's already got the link it. embedded and everything. It's got a lot. There are tools for for blogger for box They're not as good though. They aren't. They aren't as they're good. They're not as seamless. And yeah, but not, per- they don't work as well. I, I think performance works. Performance works. Yeah. There's one called Performance and That's one I've been using lately. Uh, either that or the built-in blog e- editor for Flock, which is fantastic. As far as yeah, I, I tried browser. using a Flock with my blog and it just didn't work that well um, for the blogger. Yeah. Site. So it just oh. the, the tools were the. Uh, that text editor just didn't have like in within flock yeah uh just didn't have the power that i that i mean it wasn't it was a WYSIWYG but it wasn't you know yeah it is real lean yeah yeah exactly yeah um, i like performance scene a lot i've been i've been blogging with performance scene for probably about three or four months now yeah uh, it seems to be it seems to work out real well i mean it's not perfect but man you, you the Mac uh, or the minimum clicks you you can blog with basically two clicks and no typing. I mean you right. can't beat that. Right. Well, yeah. If anybody wants to check out check out the comments on my site, I've got a. It's kind of funny on my blog. There's a couple. There's like these two niggers who are obsessed with making comments on my blog. Like they're yes. Every they're going through every like post and just one of them is just ridiculous. Like she types or I don't know if it's he or she, but they type in all caps and the yes. Shit is have you seen that? <laughs> no, I'm going there right now. Go check it out. It's like ridiculous. And the other one's like, I, I won't say what his uh, his screen name is on the air because it's kind of it's kind of disgusting. But um, go, go check it out. And it, I don't know. It's just it's retarded. There's, it's like I don't know if they're the same nigger or what, but they're not posting, and it's just kind of interesting <laughs> and funny because I, I know I know a lot of people probably don't look at the comments, so I just thought I'd say that just to uh, let you know some interesting funny shit there. But um, yeah, check that out. It's oh, pretty funny. I'm um, going there right now. I'm looking for quotables. <laughs> but uh, you, you couldn't, man. I've I always wished I, I sometimes. Now, how did you how did you acquire these? 
uh, pets that you that you have now? I don't know. I don't know. They just came I, to I, I you. Some guys get all the luck. Yeah, I know. I, I get all. I get all this, the the crazy niggers, man. It's awesome. <laughs> I couldn't ask for more. It's but, wonderful. Uh, no, they, I don't know where they I don't know where they came from, but they just showed up and started posting. Get, they're pretty upset, but uh, the one is the one that types in all capital letters. Like she obviously hasn't, or he. It, it seems like a she to me. I don't know, but uh, they obviously haven't under. They don't understand how to turn the caps lock key off. Because every fucking post has a caps lock key on it. I'm looking at it now. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, um, ooh, please. It, 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 it's, it's sort of like Linder VNN, you know, reader mail esque. I would say it, it's similar to uh, you know the shit that Linder gets from these stupid niggers on uh, VNN. But uh, it's pretty funny, so check that out. I guess. Okay. Uh, yeah. But uh. I'm getting complaints on the techno geek stuff, so techno, uh, techno geek. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, man, we we got to we got to conference and shit, and bring this this entertainment to your ass and stuff. So you know what I'm saying? You just gotta have to live with it, you know. But um, yeah, I don't really have a whole a whole lot to say. I I kind of want to save it for Wednesday night. I I have a few things I could talk about. Um, I guess I could talk about this one. This uh. Well, you can bet your ass there's going to be more TNB by the time Wednesday rolls around, so oh, just let it fly. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I, I, I'm not worried about that at all. Um, this one this one I did talk... You guys were talking about um, Shannon Christian before the break, and I mean, yeah. we've kind of done all we can do on that story, Well, but... It's, 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 it's a good one to hammer. It's like the Carr Brothers Massacre. It's, 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 oh, absolutely. It's uh, one that, that illustrates the nightmare um, of multi multiple. I just listened to Latest Goy Fire, and Shane is doing, like, his best work I think I've ever seen on some of these threads. Um, just, like, it's like internet detective work, basically. How he's the going hell through does and he pictures. find that um, stuff? I know he did the Jew top 40, or, top, well, he went through the first 100 or whatever uh, billionaires on the Forbes list, and he got pictures of, like, almost all of the Jews on that list. Um, at least the first 100 of the top 400 billionaires in the country. But uh, anyway, Chain's doing a lot of good, like, internet detective work, and one of the ones he did, and one of the stories he did, which I also have on my blog, is this nigger uh, who, who, uh, they, it's really funny, it's really vague, they won't say exactly what happened, and, and according to the uh, the coroner, or I guess the, uh, the autopsy, um, the medical examiner, he ruled out foul play. He ruled. He ruled. He didn't rule out. He didn't say that it was the girl died from natural causes per se. But he ruled out foul play, which I, I don't understand. In, in which case? <laughs> at the same time. In which police, case is this? You're talking I about. Guess, let me set the. Uh, let me set the scene here. There's a white girl about two two months ago who died in her who who was suddenly mysteriously found dead in her dorm room. Okay. Um, and apparently she had a history of heart problems. So so. You know, they weren't real forthcoming with details. They just said, ah, it was probably, you know, heart problems or something like that. She didn't take her medicine or whatever. And the parents are from some town uh, that's kind of, I think it's like mid-Michigan. I'm not sure, but it's it's far away from the city, you know. Um, so, granted, this girl was probably a, uh, she was. Uh, that's the cool part about it. Chain went through, and he found the fact that she was trying to become part of the Peace Corps to go to Africa to help these niggers. Um, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty sad that she ended up getting killed by one. Um, but like I said, the, the details aren't very forthcoming. So two months later, anyway, 
they pick up this nigger in Southfield, um, right outside of Detroit, uh, and they charge him with murder, uh, two counts of criminal sexual conduct, and larceny. So, um, I don't know how the cop, the interesting part about it is, I don't understand how the cops can charge him with criminal sexual conduct. Uh, you know, it, it, there's, a, there's a conflict there between what the medical examiner says happened yeah. and between what the cops say happened. So I'd like to see the evidence that they have. Of course, they're not going to tell you what it is. So they want to keep it nice and quiet. And uh, the the university certainly isn't going to tell you who did it. Uh, the nigger's name was Orange Taylor the third. Orange Taylor. Orange That's Taylor, his first motherfucker. Name, Orange. So, um, oh, man. Pretty interesting. And you've been keeping up with this but, on your uh, blog? He's. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Hello. Yeah, Am you've been on? keeping up oh. with this on your blog. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I, I think I just had my wave muted or something. Um, but uh, yeah, I have. And Chain also did a, uh, thing. Like I said, a little detective work on the VNN forum. Um, so I don't know. Just another one in the, another one bites the dust, Shannon Christian style. Uh, no, with no details. They won't give you the gruesome details like they will on a Scott Peterson case, but. Hey, that's just the claw in this day and age, I guess. Um, I don't know what else to say about it, you know. Jeez. Um, she was. She's a good-looking white girl, uh, probably raised by her, you know, parents to uh, believe in equality and diversity. Uh, who knows what happened? You know, maybe she let this n- niggero into her into her dorm room, uh, maybe trying to help him uh, read or do math or something like that. I don't think he was on any sports teams. He didn't live. He didn't live on campus, so he was a commuter, which is. Uh, common for that university. There's a lot of commuters yeah. that go to that uni- that particular university has the highest rate of commuters, um, Jeez. which means it has the highest rate of niggers in the in the state as well. So um, yeah, she she was, you know, and, and, the, and the father made some some stupid comments like, oh, uh, after they arrested this nigger, he made some comments like, oh, I'm really neutral on him right now. I, I really don't know what to feel. Yeah, you don't know what to feel. Your fucking daughter's dead. Well, you know, I can only imagine what his response would have been if it had had been a white a white person. Maybe it is it would have so been illustrative that uh, that these people go out and uh, do the, the balloons with the Bible verses, the candlelight, the goddamn candlelight vigils. If I see another fucking candlelight vigil, <clears throat> you know, if I ever why don't I'm, we just use all the candles and fucking light a fire under niggers <laughs> while they're hanging from the tree? That's what they used to do in the old days. All right, Especially this, this like has gotten this. me a little bit down. I'm going to uh, I'm going to read one of these uh, all caps comments from your. Uh, oh, oh, for sure, bro. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. This is my niggas. It's time for the TMB section of our program. All right. If you can read that, you're a better man than I. I honestly haven't even tried to read half of those. <laughs> All right, here we go. Anonymous says, ooh, it's all in caps and very little punctuation, so you have to picture this. Please, you fucking racist pigs. Y'all are dumb. Tell me why, letter Y, is that you guys didn't want us around and then we finally blipped our own communities. Mind you, this happened more than once. Y'all saw how successful it was, so you guys had to, number two, destroy it. Why? What the fuck did we ever do to 
you. <laughs> I want to emphasize these are letters and numbers, all right? Who yeah. the fuck, F-U-K, the gay, who, who fuck the gave y'all the right to do those things y'all did? May be it's good we doing all this crazy <laughs> shite. Oh, man. Because before, when we didn't do anything, y'all would hang us, beat us, rape us, etc. We're only yeah. doing this because y'all made us do this shit. We gotta put fear in people's hearts because when we're all loving y'all, would take advantage of us. Have you thought maybe we ain't the problem and it's just you? You won't give us no jobs. You won't. <laughs> hey, did you know that's that's what you're supposed to be doing, giving them jobs? That's right. We won't give them no Hang damn on, jobs, on, man. How on. are they supposed to? How is a brother supposed to advance himself when he can't not even get a motherfucking job? God. I know I haven't given. Y'all whiteies won't even give me a motherfucking job. Shit, give me a job. I can do shit. I work at a maintenance factory and shit. Yeah, but you ha- but still, that doesn't mean you shouldn't be giving them a job or something. I mean, it's like, come on. Like, you would work if he gave you a job. Back to the letter. <laughs> All right. Have you thought... Okay, wait, wait. All y'all are paying the black celebrities money to put out negative images, and black people look up to these icons. Y'all pay to do this shit, and we follow in their footsteps. Don't blame us. Blame you ourselves. Black people could only put out what the white man tells them to. You fools. I guess I didn't know this shit. <laughs> oh, God. I really... T- I don't even think, think I read that to one. Communicate with us. Yeah. <laughs> Notice everyone, it's all in caps too. Like they don't understand. Yeah. That's, in cap. that's the funniest part to me. But uh, yeah, it's, it's just like, like Coco it's like a child. the buttons on the. Uh, if you've ever yeah. seen the Jane Goodall or the yeah the Coco things. It's nice, man. Yeah, but go ahead. It's like the mentality of a child, man. You didn't give me this. How am I supposed to do this? And you didn't give me that. And then I can't do that. And then, eh. you know, it's funny, but they. Uh, well, it's not really funny, but they also. Uh, and this sounds exactly like some of the text in my whiteness studies type classes. Um, they. Uh, uh, they basically say the same thing. It's like, well, you know, violence and crime and and all that stuff. I mean, it's just because of, you know, there's no jobs, and white people are greedy, and they don't give them jobs, and, and white people pay to see blacks behave badly, and, uh, you know, there's never a Jewish cause, there's never a... <laughs> Marcus writes, three things you can't give a nigger, a fat lip, a black eye, and a job. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing I mentioned is, like, the niggers like Bill Cosby, who go into, who, who are <laughs> ostracized, and... They're hated. They hated on by the average nigger. I mean, when they're saying, when when they're basically saying, you know, hey, hey niggers, it's not that bad. You know, if you wanted to act like a human being, you could. You can do it. I've done it. Even though Bill Cosby's a, not really a shining example of human be- humanity, but no, he isn't. um, but but still, I mean, at least you have 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 someone saying it. They totally ignore stuff like that. The fact that the average Negro community is. It totally despises the uh, 
a- anyone who tries to tell them, t- tell them what to do. I mean, like I said, it's like a, ch- a child, a childlike mentality. It's like a bunch of retarded children running around, and that's yeah. literally how how it feels when I drive down when I drive into t- when I'm driving to Detroit. It feels like I have a bunch of crazy retarded children running around me, but that's that's just the way they act, and 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 it's not it's not the fact <laughs> to say. To say that they act the way they do because of, of black rap stars is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, it's like, what came first, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, m- that, that might be true to an extent, but at the same time, there's white people. White, white people are the ones that listen to this shit. And you don't see kids in, you know, suburban, you know, at, at, you know any, any town USA acting like fucking 50 Cent. They might listen to this shit, but they still go to college and they still speak normally when they're in Thanksgiving with their family. They don't start selling crack and, and, and you know, throwing their dogs out in the middle of the cemetery or frozen to the bottom of a doghouse or shit like that. I mean, you can't and it, you can't blame that type of thing on <laughs> rap Lord. because, it, it, I mean, it, basically what they're saying is we're stupid enough that, that niggers like 50 Cent affect our entire community. Well, I mean, you whites know. are stupid enough to where, you know, shows like, I don't know, God, what, whatever the hell's on TV, it affects the culture, man. I mean, there, there is a point it, there it, to it be made, does, but, but it's it not does, like but that we don't, first. We don't go around actually emulate. I mean, we, we don't go, I mean, there are, there are wiggers out there, don't there get me wrong. There was T&B before there was rap, uh, I hate to tell you. I, I'd imagine so. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't lynch niggers in the South because uh, we wanted to do it for fun. We did it because they uh, exhibited prime examples of TNB, uh, the worst, you know, the worst kind of TNB. I usually think of TNB as something that's like a little bit more harmless than rape or murder, but um, yeah, I mean, it's still TNB. Yeah, TNB is so, a rather wide category. I'd agree with yeah. you. You know, there's a rap group called TNB. I learned. Yeah, that. yeah, top-notch boys, motherfucker. I learned that today. I saw that on YouTube actually the yeah, other day. Yeah, that's where well. I found it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if they're trying to like make a play on the acronym or what. Of course but, uh, they are. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, 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 I hope they are because uh, <laughs> it's just not more comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, actually, I hope they're not because you. What the fuck? Typical nigga. Oh shit! That's how. Damn. Fuck this top-notch boy shit, man. Typical nigga behavior. Top-notch boy. Typical nigga behavior. Typical nigga behavior. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not the problem of the niggers. The niggers are just being niggers. The real problem is who? The Jew. That's, that's right. That's a true problem. And uh, I think, I mean, the last Goy Fire hammered on Jews for about an hour. It was pretty fucking good, man. Yeah, I like um, that. I, I honestly, I get sick of talking about niggers after a while, you know? Oh, I, um, I think it's useless I, because I would rather... I'm but, uh, you know, <laughs> it gets old after a while. Yeah. Because it's just so, I mean... It almost just gets monotonous. It's 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 really the, basically the same old shit over and over. But I mean, somebody needs to talk about it. So yeah, um, it's yeah. It always needs to be contextualized, and that's that's part of what uh, uh, that's part of what the captive press doesn't do is put things in its proper context, as is always mentioned in Goy Fires. That is that we and that that do white media. Uh, we put these things in their proper context. It's like, yeah, these raping and pillaging and murderous blacks all around the country that have been let loose, but by whom? I mean, do you get mad at the, at the, uh, you know, say blacks are, 
you know, white nationals pretty much ubiquitously agree that blacks are, you know, like feral animals. But do you get mad at feral animals when they bite your child? Or do you get mad at the situation that made that to be? What if there's someone in your neighborhood letting them loose? I mean, they, they're they to blame. I mean, they can't exactly... Uh, it's not like they have a viable defense saying, well, this feral dog is its own individual agency. And right. it has its own, you know. No, 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 no. It's a given. It's a known entity. And when the Jews, uh, you know, these civil so-called civil rights and this so-called freedom of association which actually took away the freedom of association or yeah civil rights which actually took away the freedom of association uh <laughs> you know <laughs> that's they giving. knew what they were doing when they I mean that's why they they have to do all these things and that's what I like so much about the last Goy fire is that they is that they really did hammer on that and that how uh and you're right I mean T&B yeah, I mean it's 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 funny. It never it, it works well. Never I think, stops I think the being only po- funny. Yeah, I think I think the best the best um, kind of reasoning that I can give for why I think it's important but is. But don't you uh, think Friday night TMB would just be perfect? Yeah, I mean, because break out a we need like a we need like a sound bite, like break out your forties and and chicken buckets, man. It's time for the TNB set. We need a new one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need a new one. Friday TNB and shit. And here, get I, out on the porch. Yeah, I mean, save the anthropology and stuff for a a, 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 a calmer night of the week. Friday night is for TNB. I mean, Friday night is. <laughs> we'll, we, we'll have to fix this. We'll we'll have to fix it somehow. Okay. I mean, right I, now, I can I can. Uh, I can do a TNB section on Friday night as well, I guess. You know what, that'd be really great. I think it's double duty. You could kind of plug your uh, Wednesday show and just kind of be like, what what TNB are you working on this week, white man? Well, this week, Dietrich, we've got some really interesting TNB. We could have a helicopter noise in the background. (laughs) Yeah, I I dread the day when they nuke Detroit. I'll have nothing to talk about anymore. But, uh... Yeah... It'll be cool though. No, that's never going to happen. Uh, but no, that would be too nice. They're going to use it for like a, you know, they're going to turn it into a national uh, game reserve or something like that. You know? Oh, it almost just is. Put a wall around it. Oh, it is. It There's is going to be white buffalo roaming around, and <laughs> they just need some walls and stuff, some laws like uh, Russia did to that uh, big lake in uh, I don't know where it was. But yeah, nature's like reclaiming Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I and it's not it. only the social element I'm talking about. <laughs> like, Russia had, like, this, this big lake that was, I, I don't remember the lake of it, but it's, like, the deepest lake in the world. And uh, it's, like, a big tourist uh, destination. And it was surrounded by industrial stuff at one point, and, they, you know, they were they were polluting it and stuff like that. Oh, and yeah. it's a beautiful lake, and it's a huge lake. It's on the Volga, and, uh, isn't it? What's that? Yeah, it f- it's fed into by the Volga. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure about that, but... um. But yeah, it's it's uh, it was a uh, you know it's a very beautiful area, and in the in the past uh, ten years, um, the Russian government basically just turned it into a big you know national park, um, you know trying to allow the wildlife to come back in the area because it was so destroyed by the industry that moved in and then moved out. But um, yeah, I think that's what we should do with Detroit. You know, it's a big polluted pile of shit in the middle of the of a decent area um, where a lot of white people. You know, I've have grown up for in raised families, and uh, it really it's just does a big stain on lower east, southeastern Michigan, yeah. man. Yeah, it's, it's uh, a stain with, on the nation. I mean, the yeah. ruins of Detroit is another great website that 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 really puts things in context that way as well. I mean, the ruins of Detroit was was part of what I saw I saw early on that that made me 
pretty much unable to, or, or they pretty much emboldened me to be able to ask the tough questions and give the tough, honest answers that, no, we don't belong under the same political system, and no, this is unsustainable. And, uh, you know, just getting beyond the platitudes and thinking the way uh, grown men should think politically, uh, or when, when they are thinking politically, the way grown men should think about these things, uh, yeah. and not these children that were being kept as veal, you know, uh, uh, sheltered from the real stuff, and that's by the media. But, uh, you know, we're, we're bringing you the real stuff here, but the stuff like the ruins of Detroit, it really did. It looked like you could really tell that one civilization had gone away, and it was now populated. But it, it, it was like a, I don't know, it was like one of those apocalyptic movies where there was a nuclear war, and now there's yeah, like, like, or what was it? Yeah, like 12 Monkeys, that movie 12, 12 yeah. Monkeys with Bruce Willis, where all the animals are roaming around New York because the humans had been forced underground by, uh, like, a biological weapon or something, and yeah. humans were all living underground, but there were animals roaming around. It was like a, it was like a big, well, huge lion in the New York like City museum. There's forums set up for people that go into cities like Detroit and go... I think Shane called it like urban spelunking. I mean, there's like forums <laughs> set up for people that go do this kind of thing. And urban spelunking? Yeah, yeah, that's who took the pictures. I think the the ruins of Detroit. He wasn't a racialist or anything. Right? No. Yeah. There's like whole yeah. There's whole forums set up, and yeah, there's people aren't racialists or anything. But uh, I've got one list linked on my blog, and there's uh, there's a link to the forum, one of the forums that does. It's called like 28 Days Later or something, and that was a movie about like a, a pop apocalyptic type scenario but um yeah there's, there's people that do it and they take videos and they make reports and stuff like that and they you know show you the old architecture which is from buildings the that beautiful are, architecture like the packard yeah. build or the packard yeah, multi, i mean multi-million dollar buildings that you know and what was that, that michigan central station or something or like detroit central yeah. station or something was the well, train the, depot the, yeah the train station yeah the, the old yeah the old beautiful uh, Yep, beautiful. Yep. It was like, uh, if I recall correctly, it was like neoclassical, but it also had some really modern touches. I mean, if you appreciate architecture, man, and, and even if not, just the inside renderings of, of these buildings, these beautiful red carpet hallways and just wonderful uh, yeah, I mean, well, stylistic well, touches. And now, and then they juxtapose that with the uh, the modern photographs that, they, that they've taken in recent times. And it's just all graffitied up and there's cracked miles everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, the niggers are getting mad when you walk into their, uh, you know, floor on the build on the abandoned building. Man, what the fuck you doing on my floor, man? Trying to get some sleep in this shit. Hey, man, the top the, the, home the top is floor is mine and shit. I got a nice view up in here, man. Come uh, on. Yeah, home is a man's castle. Yeah, you, you forgetting that shit. shit. You don't just be walking up in abandoned buildings like you own the motherfucker. <laughs> <man. Come> <laughs> shit. Sorry, right, man. I just want to take some pictures and shit. Man, don't be taking no pictures of me. I got warrants and shit, man. Come on. <laughs> Fuck out of this bitch. You're going to do great. But, uh... <laughs> You'll be just fine. Yeah, We've got yeah. some talent here coming on board and being in, man. We've, and I say bring it on, man. I I, I, I love it. I, I hope you guys overshadowed what's already been done times ten. And, uh... Yeah, I mean... Every time you come on, you're real funny. So, I mean, Wednesday night, I'm going to be looking forward to Wednesday night now. And I've got a couple messages of people saying, cool, I'm looking forward to Wednesday night now. And Yeah, uh, I know um, Hibernia is going to be calling in. I, I think he, that was who was on right before I came in, right? That's right, that was okay. Hibernian. I haven't uh, 
gotten used to his voice enough that I can recognize him by that yet. So, uh, yeah, he's going to, I think he's going to, he said he'd call in. And, uh, like I said, I got, I got some, uh, topics, uh, lined up. Well, let's see. Someone else is calling in right now, and I have no idea who it's, who Send them in. Who cares? Yeah, okay. One second. Hello. Hello. Who it is, man? Hi, um, this is Danny God, right? The forums? That's right. Um, how do you, how do you get in the forums? How do you register? Because I try to get in and register, and it's, and that's, um, it's been disabled. Uh, uh, I think they changed that, or, or they put that on. When's the last time you tried? Uh, right now. Oh, boy. Well, uh, VNN mods, uh, you know, spring into action. Uh, so yeah, they're no doubt going to begin working on that immediately. <laughs> Oh, is there anything else you'd like to go over real quick? Oh no 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 no! I'm just just asking. I just want to get in the forms, but it, would it be next week or what? Uh, I have no idea. I have no control over it. But uh, I'm I'm pretty sure some people that can either answer the question or whatnot. You may want to. Uh, you you can read the forms, correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you so go to this just in and at the very top of this just in check the top uh, post which is the thread to this broadcast and yeah. hopefully Stan or somebody can either tell you why it's not working or make it work and tell you that it's now working or something like that alright okay alright we'll talk to you next time bye Good night. white man here we go unpause there you go it was a tech support question Tech support question. Yeah, tech support question about the form. Oh, well, they were calling you for that, eh? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's the best time. Yeah, I, <laughs> I handled it too. I don't know. <laughs> All right, was that was that like dead air, or was I just not hearing it, or what? You, I guess you weren't just hearing it. I had okay, to, it yeah. was a call from a landline. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I had. Yeah, to, I was like on hold or something like that. I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, so. it said I'd put you on hold when a landline yeah. called in. But yeah, you'll you'll <laughs> you'll find that out too. That when you I'll do find that, out some fun things. You'll sure find out can. some fun things when you do these broadcasts. People think that like VNN actually is like a news network. So they're like, you guys uh, should, you know, do. It is a news network, but it's not like a. It, yeah, like CNN. They think it's. Right. Like, they think we have like offices and or, or I mean that that's the impression that I get. That they think there's offices and stuff because they're like, hey, can you fix this on the forum? I'm like, eh. I put on a microphone and laugh <laughs> for a couple hours on Friday. Right. That's that's pretty much my relationship. You know that and I that and I that's post. Funny, man. They let me post without you know banning me and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Right. Right. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'll I'll have to work out through all that stuff, but um, I'm sure it, it won't be too bad. Hopefully, I'll. Most of what you get is very sincere gratitude that that I've been most surprised to hear about. And I mean, I don't know why I was surprised to hear about it because I felt the same type of gratitude towards uh, the guys over at Aryan Matters when I first started listening to them before they were even affiliated with VNN, as far as I know. Um, and uh, Goy Fire stuff like that, man. I fired out emails to everybody that was doing this white media because I was so thankful that it was just like sustenance. It was like walking across the desert for 29 years of my life and then finally hearing people that were unafraid to tell the truth. Oh, I know the feeling. Yeah, it's not the just they were well. ranting about the goddamn Jews or this, that, and the other. It's the fact that they were explaining the stuff that, you know, if I, I, 
my studies in anthropology. That's right. My studies in anthropology or my studies in physiological psychology or my studies in like um, uh, international politics. They were making sense out of these disparate uh, things that I had been there, noticing, you know, right? They're simple. They're simple matters, really. Right. You know, but I don't get things. I'm real thick. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, as, right. I'm as thick as I sound, actually. So, yeah. No, but I, I, what I mean is that they're, they're you know, they always say, "Well, what are you guys? You're not, you know, you're not a college educated or whatever. You know, how do you know? As if you you need you need a you know doctorate degree to uh, talk about race or talk about you know the way the way things are. Yeah. Well, and I am college educated. I am, and I am on my way to a doctorate. And not right. Not I mean, that, that's the point. It's like you can you can be in college classes and you can be doing and and, and reading things and trying to figure out like things just aren't making sense here. Like there's got to be some other reason. And you can come and and look at like you know something as simple as a, or here or something as simple as a radio show and and start putting dots together. I mean, it's just the most rudimentary stuff that they keep from you. That's the that's what's so bad about it. It's it's the easiest things like <laughs> you know the the Jewish media control, which is something that's easily verified and e- easily proven. And those are the things that are that are hid, and those are the things that connect all the dots once you know them. Yeah, and a college education, it. and let me tell you, the stuff you learn in college, that only makes it harder to. Uh, uh, to, to, to see the forest for the trees. I mean, it, oh, it absolutely does. Because yeah. yeah, not only are you given, not only are you are you not given the rudimentary information, which you need to connect the dots. You're given false information as well. So they're not only just they're not only just keeping it from you. They're, <laughs> they're feeding you bullshit as well. So yeah, it does. It makes it doubly hard. I'm in college too. I know. I know exactly what then. To be honest, uh, you know that was part of the reason I, you know, the reason why I am the way I am today, and why I feel like doing a radio show on Wednesday night. Um, thanks to my college, I can, I can thank them for that. Thanks for, thanks for making me take an African American course, oh, uh, literature course. I appreciate it. I, I can literally say I honestly appreciate them doing that. Uh, you know, it hasn't necessarily made my life better, but I think it's made me a better person. So uh, yeah. Thank you for that, and uh, I mean, I don't know. It has made my life better because <laughs> uh, you know you're not living a lie anymore, you, and you, you no longer feel the need to uh, to uh, live in, live under a lie and live under false pretenses. So yeah, yeah, it's so much. You feel so much saner. Uh, it's so much quieter in, in in your head when you're not trying to reconcile all of these things. I mean, it really will. Uh, it really would drive me crazy to continue. Uh, on in this false paradigm of uh, uh, you know Democrat and Republican, you know, because I came I came at this from political conservatism, you know. I'm a, so, I'm a Southern yeah. boy, and I've got you know I've got basically good instincts about stuff, you know. I'm a, I've always been more or less a nationalist and uh, you know an appreciator of reality, but uh, that's that's just the way I came into this. And, Let's see. Yankee Jim's ringing. I'm gonna bring Uh-oh. him in. He's got some things to say. Is that you making all that noise, Yankee Jim? Yeah, that's me. Uh, who's breathing uh, over there? Oh, it's not me breathing. <laughs> oh, you're not breathing. Okay. <laughs> nah, I'm still. I'm still time? dead. All right, cool. Uh, some, sometimes, nice. sometimes some of the guys get on and they go. <sighs> okay, <laughs> I know. I hate that. I hate that. Too. Okay, we're. 
pegging the feed, so back away a consumer. Yeah, no, I just had to get, I just did it to do, do that. Right, all right. <laughs> it still damages speakers out there. If, 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 if you're going to um, breathe, just try to breathe in a direction which isn't facing right at your microphone. No, yeah, that's the hard please. part. I try not to breathe. I think yeah. it's room noise, but oh, it's. Uh, but, but yeah, he's I got can that. smell your breath through your microphone, man. Hey, your breath smells so damn bad. You make a goddamn <laughs> bus go backwards and shit. Good hey, Lord. You know, and this is a great show, by the way, guys. Oh, thanks. Excellent, excellent. And like you said, there's no sense in trying to inject a little humor to it, because especially when you're talking about destroy it, because <laughs> it's really sad. I mean, well, you're from that area too, aren't you? Yeah, Way I was born and raised there. Wow, and from the frying pan into the fire, from uh, Detroit to the Jew-infested Catskills. No, I'm in the Hicks. I'm I'm up in the sticks now. I love it where I'm at, except for the you know the presence of the tribe. Jew-infestation. You mean well, the Indian tribe? <laughs> No, I'm not talking about that one. The one with the hooked noses. That right. tribe. Uh, tape the it's, tribe. It's, uh, you know, I'm not really in the mountains. The I'm sort of in the in the foothills. But it's it's beautiful, uh, or as they say up here, it's beautiful. Uh, it's just that damn tribe of hooked noses that that makes what what is really beautiful uh, sort of disgusting. But I'm sort of in my own little world. I I live in a very Semi-rural semi area, I guess. Not way in the hell out in the boonies like, you know, in, in West Virginia. But uh, I'm 10 miles from a Walmart, put it that way. That's, uh, that's, pretty, that's considerable, yeah. Well, we used to gauge the National Alliance headquarters. We'd say you're 40 miles from a Walmart. Now, that's out there. Uh, I'm probably getting, ten miles, ten miles as, or ten, twelve miles as the crow flies, or maybe even less. But it takes like, it takes a good forty minutes to get to Walmart from here. Oh, so you're out there? Yeah, I'm out like on a barrier island. Yeah, so well, you, you got to go way up the coast in order to get back onto the mainland. We like yeah. that. We, or I do at least. My Miss Dietrich doesn't like it at all, but she doesn't yeah. like all the driving. Yeah, it, you, you take the good with the bad, especially when gas goes back up to $3.50 a gallon yeah. this summer. Yeah, but after a few months of living here, I sort of looked at her and I was like, you know what, there's no non-whites out here. There's like, yeah. I, and I only noticed, we only started noticing it when we were going, when we were moving in, really, and it, we noticed that at first, and you go to the fast food places, you don't have your kitchen set up and that sort of thing, so you go eat some poison from McDonald's or something, and there's all white people there saying, yes, sir, and no, sir, and uh, it, I almost fell out of my car <laughs> when they were taking my order. I mean, it's Oh, I know, I had a similar experience like that, um... When I was driving through West Virginia, yeah. we just stopped at, late night at a, like in this little town. I don't even remember the name of the town, but uh, it was some old. It was real. I mean, if you've ever driven through West Virginia, you know how just old everything looks. Um, even just the woods and everything. But it was some old town, and uh, you know we went into a subway, and like it was these two, you know, older. I would say they're they weren't middle aged. They're a little past middle aged, but uh, you know they were. Dancing around, they were happy to see us. You know, happy some white people came in to order from. It was like, it was like 11:30 at night, you know, or something. And they were, they were all like, "Oh, how y'all doing? You know, where are you from?" And stuff like that. It was just so weird. Like, Blacks. From, um, you know, me and my buddy are like uh, Detroit, 
Oh, that's cool. Not really. I wish I was from here. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. These are blacks you're talking about? What's that? These are blacks you're talking about? No, no, these were white people. Oh, okay. I, in, in the subway, no. These are, that, yeah, they were, they were like white people. And, you know, they owned the subway and everything, too. It was like, you know, it was uh, a nice little family owner. I mean, you know, you go to a subway here, you have to order through fucking bulletproof glass, you know? And it's yeah. some nigger who's got, you know, just picked his nose or something, flicked it on the glass in front of you, and then just making your sandwich or something, you know? Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And, and I was surprised when I went to Phoenix and the cabs, they don't even have the divider there, but they, they certainly should from the cab cabbies I spoke with. Shit, I think, hey, yeah. white man, if I'm not mistaken, I, I seem to remember, I think Detroit is the, is the uh, they're the ones who started the one-inch thick bulletproof glass Lazy Susans. Uh, I think. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. No, uh, what's that? No. What's maybe that's not the. I'm not calling it the right. Thing. No, you are. You are. It's. A, it's yeah. It's a lazy Susan. They, they put your stuff in it and they yeah. rotate it out towards you. Yeah. yeah. Who now, says the browning of the the quoi will stifle invention? There you go, right now, there. Now that started back. I I remember that when I was uh, a teenager in Detroit. That that started. I remember being in a parte store on Livernois. <laughs> When uh, and that uh, that that I remember that from and that was back in the, in the late sixties, early seventies. No doubt, some uh, you know Jewish contracting company uh, went around installing those in all the you know areas that were getting bad from the blacks. Uh, I don't know if they pioneered it or not, but uh, yeah. Well, they it's probably paid the local niggers to go in and stick up the party stores, and then they'd come in a day afterwards yeah. and sell them the bulletproof <laughs> lazy Susan. That's a, just a, that's just an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory. Such a deal today. That's a conspiracy that never really happened. I'll sell you a problem and I'll sell you a solution. Not documented in any way. I mean, that's funny and stuff, but that's exactly how they operate. I mean, oh, that's, yeah. how they, that's their modus operandi. That's how they do it. I mean, you got to yeah. give them credit because they're good at being crooked. Well, in a really sense, they really did do that. I mean, you know, the, the whole civil rights movement was found... Is, based upon Jewish theory, and so basically that's what they did. They didn't necessarily give them money, you know, per se, but might as well have. Yeah, but they create so, a problem. Right, yeah, yeah, they create yeah. a problem, and then they create wars and, uh, you know, shit uh, to try to fight the problem. It's, just, it's fucking vicious. White, <laughs> white man, you said something earlier, I forget what it was that made me think of this, but I, I don't know, I'm sure all of you guys can relate to this, or maybe you can't. I don't think things have changed that much, but I remember when I was a lot younger, and I was just on the way out. You remember, uh, Dietrich? I don't know how old you are, so I can't. Thirty. Quite. Okay. Well, you may have caught the tail end of this. You're, you're, I'm also from the south, so we're a couple decades behind. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the thing is, there was a point in time where all the niggers, well, actually, all white white kids too, were wearing these designer jeans. I guess you'd call them. Sure. Uh, sure. Sure. Dash, and, and they probably still do. I'm sure they got uh, Diddy jeans or something now. Right. But. With fake, fake dog fur on, on the on the <laughs> on the cuffs, sir. Uh, that shit is for us. Uh, but anyhow, you could always tell it was. You, you, there was a, a definitely a way of telling. It was definitely Friday in Detroit, and the way you'd tell that, you'd see a nigger jumping off the bus, or he'd be walking down the street, and he'd have his right hand over his shoulder. With two fingers, white man, you're going to laugh because I think you still see this to this day. 
That's if there's any dry cleaners in, left in Detroit. There's some Asian-owned ones, yeah. Okay, well, there used to be many, and the biggest insult you could you could give a nigger would, you could say, you wash your jeans, and they would get offended. You, you'd get back something like, nigger, you crazy, I don't, I don't wash my shit, my shit go to the dry cleaner. <laughs> and you may, you may relate to this, you, you'd see every Friday on payday, actually there used to be jobs in Detroit, on, and they'd get paid on Friday, and that's when they'd pick up their dry cleaning, and you'd see them walking yeah. down the street with their two fingers looped through a bunch of coat hangers with the clear plastic over the, over the jeans. And you know they'd be getting a shit pressed, and right. and that's just that was just a sign. That's that was the a way. That, that was just a, a surefire <laughs> way of knowing that it was Friday in Detroit. Was seeing the niggers walking down the street with with their dry cleaned uh, uh, jeans, and don't dare tell them. You know, don't even suggest that they wash their jeans because that was that, that was an insult. <laughs> nigga, I, I don't put no starch in these motherfuckers. Nah, shit, nigga, I, my shit go to the dry cleaners. No, oh, there's a dry cleaners left, but uh, other probably yeah, with the bulletproof. Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, for what sure. What do you call it? Lazy, lazy turn turntable, whatever the hell, whatever you call that thing. You know, but everything, everything goes, everything trades hands through through revolving bulletproof glass. Yes, at least an inch either, thick. Either, and if it's not, if you're not, if you're not trading through bulletproof glass in Detroit, you're you're talking to some. Most of the subways around here are owned, in the suburbs, are owned by these fucking Indians, man. And you talk about hygiene and Indians, the two words just don't go together. I'll, I'll tell you a story real quick. I shit you not, this actually happened to me. I walk into the subway, I wanted to get a sandwich at lunch, okay? And it's like, these, there's like these Indians in there, and they barely fucking speak English, you know? It's like, I mean, I mean, trying to understand what they, what they want, wanted from you is just, it, it's a fucking... It's a chore, you know. But so, so I go in there, and you know, they ask you what kind of toppings you, you whatever you want in your sub, and he, and, and they're like, say what want, say what want, you know. They're pointing it out the thing. Say what want, okay, what do want? And then uh, I was like, I, I, white, you know, white bread, whatever, uh, you know, some other stuff. And all of a sudden, he he, he drops his knife on the ground, you know, that he's cutting <laughs> the bread with, right? Uh-huh. So he, he, so I watch him and. He, he he goes to pick up the knife with instead of getting a new one he picks it up off the ground with his hands and starts cutting my bread again. Nice. So I look at him. I'm like, uh, dude, uh, you just picked up you just and but I can't I can't show you the way he picked it up off the ground. He like he like smashed his fingers on the ground like pick it up because the glove was like you know slippery so he couldn't really like grip it that well. So basically I just like rubbed his whole hand on the ground. And then started grabbing my bread again, nice. right? So, so I'm like, I'm like, you know, dude, uh, you just rubbed your hand on the ground. He's possibly He's like, what? What the problem? I got the glove. I got the glove. Oh, so he rubs the glove on the. So ground. he rubs the glove. Like the, the glove's gonna magically kill all the germs that got. Well, him. yeah, his I hands are dirty. Yeah, his hands are dirty. Oh shit! I couldn't believe you. I was like, I walked out, dude. I was like, fuck that. I'm never coming in here again. Another Good funny Lord. story. It's not really. A, it's not really. And a, this was where now? Do you, do you remember what area this was in? Uh, this was like in the suburbs somewhere. It like I mean, no, just give me an idea. What what uh, you know? Like Warren or somewhere. Oh, up like that way or over that way. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was around my neck of the woods. So uh-huh. It was somewhere near. But they're they're all owned by Indians, most of them. Even and even up that way. That. Oh yeah. Oh, uh-huh. subways are notorious for that for some reason. They're all owned by these d- dirty Indians, man. You walk in there and just. 
Like That's I said, my hygiene and Indians just don't go well. I, I, I don't understand how they how they don't get shut down by the fire. But they got glove. They got glove. As long as they got a glove on, they can touch <laughs> yeah. the dirty floor. <laughs> they can wipe their ass with a glove, but they, yeah. they got glove. They got glove. It's okay. I, I saw a Mexican one time uh, with a temp, you know, a pocket temp, uh, you know, a little temperature gauge, uh, check, you know, that you check, like, the meat with it. Taco Bell was a Mexican. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he a pulp thermometer. Up. I think you're talking about a pulp thermometer. Yeah, little, yeah. It's like a needle with a thermometer on it. Yeah, we just call Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. He was opening boxes with them in between temping and meat at Taco Bell. Nice. Yeah. It's great. So, yeah. Uh, third world. There's one time I, there's one time I 